You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But uh, Wednesdays during football season at 120 mean Brian Baldinger joins the show. Our Odyssey NFL insider hosted the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Jason Lockonfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Baldy, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. Thank you. It's good to be with you. How are you? I mean, Baldy, I like the jacket, dog. I couldn't pull off that color, but you look pretty sharp in that picture I just saw. You look pretty sharp. <laughs> man, I think you can pull that color off. Brother. I don't know, man. You look, look good. I missed it. What, what color was it? Was it was like uh, Pepto-Bismol pink. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little bit. That's actually a pretty good description. Yeah. <laughs> that takes a lot of confidence to wear that, but I, Bali can pull that off. Oh, can pull yeah. it off. No problem. No, no, no. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll throw any color on Your wife bought that jacket, though, didn't she? <laughs> it was said, play, it's Blazer Wednesday, man. That's, okay. that's what I had to do today. <laughs> All right. Um, let's start with the local team here. Uh, obviously, the Falcons winning by two touchdowns is really good. We've spent some time talking about the things they could do better as well. Give me your good and your bad from the Falcons' win over the Panthers. Well, I hope the quarterback gets better. That was dreadful to watch. Um, of course, you know, every time he dropped back, he was either sacked or fumbled or had a ball batted back to himself. It was just hard to watch. It wasn't very good. But he, he like, one thing that these quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, I mean, what's this, his fifth start? I mean, yeah. these young quarterbacks, either you have pocket awareness or you don't. And he doesn't have it right now. Now, you get hit by Brian Burns and Derek Brown and the way he got Frank Lugo, the way he got hit, like, nobody has much confidence to stay in there and make any reads. But that was not a good start offensively. For the Falcons, you know, the defensively kept him in the game. And, you know, Bryce Young had his problems. I mean, I guess he just doesn't, you know, you know, Jesse Bates, maybe he just didn't see him. He's invisible <laughs> out there. But, I mean, Jesse Bates is like, he'd love to play Bryce Young every week. Right. You know, he'd set an NFL record for interceptions. How did you like how the – what did you think of the way they were trying to use and get B. Uh, B. John Robinson the ball? Well, I mean, that made sense. I mean, honestly, thank God for that, you know, that hit screen. You know, to, to get him into the end zone to get the first touchdown. Uh, you know, they, they used the way I thought they would use him, Randy. They, you know, they, they flipped it to him. They screened it to him. They put him in the slot. Like, you know, they moved him around. And so that's good. Um, you know, I thought that's kind of what they would do with him. And I think that's what they'll continue to do, especially, you know, when Algier is ripping off some of the runs that he ripped mm-hmm. off the other day. It'll be the Packers this Sunday. Packers had a nice week one victory as well over the Bears. Uh, how much of the Packers' offensive success was them re- being really, really good, and how much of it was the Bears kind of maybe not being the best defense? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you put that other part in there. I don't know what the Bears were doing. Like I don't know what zone they were in. I don't think they knew. All I know is receivers were running wide open, and Jordan Love looked like he was having a, you know, uh, seven-on-seven practice drill on Friday. I mean, they were so wide open. But, I mean, to Jordan Love's credit, this guy's a good quarterback. He's just good, man. He just he throws a good ball. Uh, he's 
man, he's got good bounce to the step. He's got a good feel. Now, he wasn't pressured at all by Chicago. So we'll see what he's like under pressure if things change. But he played very well. Packers defense, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Chicago was doing, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't understand the design of their plays and what they're designed to do. But uh, the Packers defense, they look like a good football team. They, they look like a team that – they look like the Packers. They look well coached. Uh, they got a lot of talent on defense. They got a lot of playmakers on defense. This Lucas Van Ness is a good player. He's a rookie, but he's a good player. They play really hard. Um, they're a good football team. I, you know, when I saw the schedule come out, I said, oh, Packers are going to start off 2-0. and Like, they're going to get the Packers in a down year, but I'm not so sure right now. Like, this should be a good game, but this Packers team, nobody should take this team lightly. They look very good against Chicago. What, is, what, what the world was – is it just the talent level? It just – not there in Chicago. We and Andy were just talking about – I saw some stuff about a guy who we talk about a lot in this Claypool kid who he talks a big game, but he don't play a big game. Is it just the talent these guys not buying in? What did you see from the Bears? Well, you know, like, you know, they got D.J. Moore in the trade, you know, from going from, you know, one to nine. And he was like, they didn't get the ball to him. They didn't like, try to get the ball to him. Huh. Claypool, look, I, you know, he's six foot four. He's, got, he's a target, Randy, but like, I just don't – think he gets what this pro game is all about right um pittsburgh couldn't wait they they felt like they fleeced chicago when they got a second round pick back for him he had 11 touchdowns his rookie year he hasn't come close to anything like that since uh he doesn't look like he's a big target to him um they they want to run the football they didn't run it particularly well against green bay um like they did last year when they led the league in rushing so they kind of put a lot on the quarterback to be a, a magician and he does some he does some wild things, but there's no consistency to their game. But defensively, Randy, like I, I you know, they went and spent a lot of money on two linebackers and Tremaine Edmonds and uh, T.J. Edwards, and I just don't get it. Like you know, they they weren't difference makers out there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brian Baldinger joining us on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy, our Odyssey NFL insider. Which team, because those are some teams that had some great performances week one, which team impressed you the most on Sunday? Well, Dallas's defense. You know, anytime you pitch a shutout like they did, they scored a you know a touchdown on a blocked field goal. They scored a touchdown on a pick six. Like defensively, the Giants they couldn't function. So that that was impressive. And then I was in Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. Anybody that that thinks that Brock Purdy isn't the guy, like that guy was awesome. Like they carved the Steelers up. Um, they did anything they wanted to do offensively. You know, McCaffrey goes for sixty-five yards and touchdown to make a blocks down the field. Like. They had nine runs that, you know, were almost 10 yards or more. I mean, they just did whatever they wanted to do. They were very, very impressive. I think those two teams kind of jumped out at me. What, what about the Monday night? Every, I mean, everybody knows what happened Monday night. Aaron Rodgers, four plays in, he's down and everything. But just overall, that the, the impact that the league is going to feel because of the fact that he's no longer the quarterback of the Jets, and they might have to, you know, flex a couple of these games out yeah. that the Jets are supposed to be on TV. Yeah, you're right, Randy. Like, like, um, it's a big – look, any, anytime you lose great quarterbacks, 
the league suffers. I mean, they're going to Dallas this weekend, Randy. Um, you know, four four twenty five, yeah. big national TV game. Um, everybody expects to see Aaron in you know in uniform against the Cowboys defense. Like the Cowboys, you know, they might very well shut out the second New York team in a row. Mm-hmm. Like neither New York team might score a point against them. Now maybe the Jets' defense is just that good, and they're good. They're really good. So maybe the defense has to score. You know, maybe the you know the, the punt returner, the rookie Xavier Gibson, maybe he scores on the special teams. But I almost feel like that's how they that's how they're going to score. It's got to be on offense or uh, defense or special teams. Mm-hmm. Like like I worry about them offensively right now. The way their line played uh, with Micah Parsons and all those guys on the other side, uh, and then the quarterback who's just. You know, you just can't play the game like you're on your eighth Red Bull. Like, you just can't do that. Like, you just you know, you got to calm down a little bit and just make some basic stick throws. Do, do you think they go out and address that? I know that they said yesterday Zach Wilson's the guy, they're rolling with him, all that kind of stuff, but that's, that's what you say. Do you think they go out and try to add a veteran quarterback? Well, I think they have to roll with Zach right now. I mean, the offense is new to anybody that would come in. I've been on a team that went out and got a guy – off the street, it's just you just never run your offense. You're just basically dumbing it down or scaling it down, I should say, to what you, a guy can actually, you know, do efficiently. And so you become very easily defense. I, I think they got to roll with Zach for the next two or three weeks, and he's got to give them some level of confidence that he can do it because the team is too good around the quarterback yeah. position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do think that Joe Douglas, the general manager, is on the phone today just seeing what is available, what can shake loose, what they need to do, what's the best option. I do think somebody is going to come through that door here pretty soon. Uh, is Miami the, the Dolphins, do they have the fastest offense you've ever seen, Baldy? Well, they do when you decide not to cover Tyreek Hill. <laughs> like, they literally like, – I don't know. When you got the maybe the best receiver in football, the fastest receiver in football, it would be, be, be a good idea to have – a double coverage on them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't do any of that. So, I just don't understand the plan. Because there isn't a plan to what Tyreek Hill did to him. And it was all the way to the game winner, Randy, when he just ran a fade in the back of the end zone. Like, there's no cloud. There's nobody over the top. Like, Derwin James is guarding grass. You know exactly where the ball is going, and they let it happen. So, I mean, shame on the Chargers, you know, for yeah. allowing that to happen. But uh, they do have a great deal of speed, Randy. Like, it's, it's evident. Do you do you know what happened with the Chris Jones holdout? I mean, he goes from oh, I'm willing to sit out eight weeks and all that kind of stuff to taking a, a one year deal and I don't know incentives and all that. What what happened there? Uh, sometimes guys just cave, man. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, you know they they didn't make that deposit on Monday. You know, and it's like yeah, yeah man, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly, exactly right. You like you like making that trip to the bank on Monday, you know, yeah. and he didn't do it last week. So, <laughs> like that alert. <laughs> um, I, you know, sometimes you like, you just bet on yourself, go out and have another monster year like you had last year, best defensive tackle football, and go to free agency market and see if somebody is going to go pay top dollar for a defensive tackle. So you go, go get the money this year and then go hit free agency again next year. Baldy, what's rookie uh, quarterback impression? I know you talked about Bryce already, but I mean Anthony Richardson and uh, and CJ Stroud also played this weekend. Which rookie impressed you the most? I liked Anthony Richardson, Randy. To be honest with you, I liked the offense. Like they were one for five on fourth downs. They just kept going for it. But if they just kicked some field goals or made a couple of them, like they might have won that game. Mm-hmm. They certainly had a chance to win it. They went deep into the fourth quarter. 
But I thought Richardson was really good. Like, just basic, you know, throw the ball to the, to the flat route. Throw the ball to the hook over the middle. Like, he did all that stuff. He didn't look wild. He didn't look like he didn't belong. They had a lot of creativity to the offense. Like, I liked what I saw from him. Like, he manned up, and he, he was – I thought he was flat-out impressive. Um, I know they only scored, I think, 14 points offensively, but they moved the ball, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just because he was just pulling the ball down and running. Like, he, he made good throws. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. but had I thought, get, You better learn how to get down. Yeah, though. get down. Try to avoid some of those hits. But, yeah, I thought he looked really good, too. Baldy, thank you. Yeah, all right. You know, those guys, you know, like, you know, they've got that armor mm-hmm. that they think they're made of steel, you know, <laughs> and they get, you know, they change their clothes in a phone booth like Superman. So that has to be taken out of them sometimes. Sometimes some of these defensive guys hit you, and it takes that out of you real quick. Yeah, you take we'll, it out of here. We'll catch you up next week, Baldy. Thank you. You bet, guys. Appreciate it, Baldy. Brian Baldy, we're there, our Odyssey NFL insider. Again, make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 